Hello everyone. Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and this is episode seven. I am so happy to have you here listening right now. When I'm recording this, it is about 3.30 p.m. and I moved over to my couch. So normally I record these podcasts sitting at my desk because that is where my desktop computer is and um, it's a little bit more powerful. So I usually record my podcasts on that, but I decided to use my laptop this week and bring it on over to my living room. So I'm actually sitting here bundled up on the couch in a sweater and some leggings and big fuzzy socks. And I have my coziest blanket because it is about negative 25, I think here with the wind chill, which is crazy. It is so cold out and a large portion of my apartment is windows, which is absolutely beautiful and breathtaking, but also absolutely freezing. Like even when I have the heat on, the chill outside just comes through the windows so much. So I wanted to record this in my comfy blanket, sitting, looking outside. I realized that I probably only have a few more episodes left in this apartment that I'll still be living here. I am moving into a house in a few weeks, but it's coming up really fast. And I realized that I am not going to have this view anymore. If you guys have seen my Instagram, um, I sometimes post photos of my living room and I have this big wall of windows on the front and then it overlooks the basin in Halifax. Outside my window, all you can see is just like blue blue water and it is the most beautiful place I've ever lived. I feel so lucky to live here and to have this view Um, but that being said there are quite a few things that are not ideal about living here and um, one of them is that I got this apartment with someone who I am no longer with who's not in my life anymore and so being here is a little bit tough Uh, I touched on that in episode six, the breakup episode. Um, And then also this apartment, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it, is so not soundproof. Like I can hear everything going on in the apartments around me and there's babies and there's piano teachers and it's just very, very, very hard for someone who uh, works from home and needs a lot of quiet in the work that I do, like filming and um, recording podcasts and stuff. So it's sometimes a struggle. So While I do have this amazing, beautiful view for a few more weeks, I thought I would take advantage of it, film this podcast, looking out at the water, began another kind of long intro, but hello, how is everyone doing? So nice to have you here. Today, I wanted originally to talk about body positivity and how to have a good relationship with your body, because this is something that a lot of people have asked me to talk about. I've gotten a lot of questions about it um, and people wanting me to do videos on it and all of that. It's kind of an ever evolving and ever changing topic, and there's so much that you can say about it. So I wanted to do a podcast episode, but when I was kind of planning it out, I realized something that I feel really, really strongly about. And it's something that didn't hit me until earlier today. And that is that 
and I wrote this down in my book. Um, when I was planning it out, I just kind of like wrote it down and then was like, oh, whoa. So it says, until you are at peace with your mind, you'll have a tough time being at peace with your body and accepting yourself. For a long time, I thought that my kind of journey with body positivity and the time when I became more accepting and loving of the way my body looked, I thought that that just kind of came with maturity because over the past few years, it's just developed even more. And I always thought it was just because I'm getting older and more mature that I feel as though I accept myself more. But I actually realized that, I mean, I guess I subconsciously realized it, but I just fully, it fully hit me um, in these simple terms today that I think it also has something to do with being more at peace with my mind. Something that I think I needed to talk about in this episode is also the idea of meditation and mindfulness and being at peace with your mind. And then after that, talk about body positivity, because until you are at peace with your mind, you'll have a tough time being at peace with your body. Whether or not it's like mental health difficulties, or if you've just always struggled with kind of not really accepting yourself as a whole then I think it's entirely possible that you will have a really hard time accepting your physical form and the way you look. So I think today we are going to start with getting to the place where you are at peace with yourself and your mind. And then I'm going to kind of share my body positivity journey and then also talk about accepting the way you look and all of that. So meditation. <laughs> we might have lost some people already that's totally fine. I know the word meditation is very scary for people who haven't tried it or don't know much about it, especially if you are prone to anxiety or if you're not comfortable being alone or being with your own thoughts. I feel like every person who is good at meditation has had that moment where you're kind of like, I can't meditate. And then you realize that everybody says that and you just have to get past it because the truth is that anyone can meditate. Meditation is so important. It's honestly, I think, the key to so many things and mindfulness, like being aware of the present moment, not being on autopilot throughout your day. So I mean mindfulness in the sense of like slowing down. This woman named Rochelle Rochelle Fox. She's kind of like a meditation teacher online. In one of her videos, she said, a lot of people say, I don't have time to meditate. And she said, I ask them, do you have time to feel like shit? <laughs> and it's so funny because I think about this all the time. If I'm like, oh, I don't have time to do that. Do you have time to feel like shit? Because your body will force you to make time to feel like shit. It really applies to meditation. If people say like, I don't have five or 10 minutes a day to sit down and breathe. It's like, well, do you have time to deal with burnout or do you have time to deal with stress? All of these things can really be helped with meditation. And I mean, it's only five or 10 minutes, like it's worth giving it a go. So if you are skeptical about meditation, I think you should definitely try it. I did want to do a little kind of like guided meditation. It's not gonna be scary, but it's also like a good mindfulness check-in to just take a step back and slow down a little bit. I also want to say that I'm not a yoga teacher. I'm not a meditation teacher. I'm not an expert, but I have had quite a lot of experience with meditation and I over the years have found what works for me. This, as with everything in this podcast, is just my experiences and me sharing my opinions and my thoughts with you. So I am going 
to play some relaxing nature sounds from my app. It's called Calm um, and it's my favorite meditation app ever. And then I'm just going to kind of ask a few little questions. But what I want you guys to do right now is to close your eyes. Unless you are driving, please do not close your eyes. (laughs) If you are in a safe place where closing your eyes will not be dangerous, then close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Here we go. So right now, I want you to focus all your energy on your breath. Feel all of the parts of your body that move on the inhale. And then when you exhale, feel all of the parts of your body that relax. And you'll notice, especially in your midsection, your diaphragm and your lungs, there is a lot of movement on the inhale. You can really feel it expanding. But then on the exhale, I want you to question, is there any tension anywhere? Are you maybe clenching your jaw or your belly, your lower abdomen, the space between your eyebrows? And if you are clenching there, try and relax it. And on your exhales, just really focus. If you have tension in one of those places, focus on visualizing, relaxing that place. So unclench your jaw or relax your belly or the space between your eyebrows. Just kind of envision it melting. And then I want to see if you can envision relaxing the crown of your head. So I'm just going to stop chatting for a quick second and you're just going to have the nature noises and we're just going to take five deep breaths. So here we go. So that was my favorite app. It's called Calm and it has a ton of amazing nature noises and guided meditations. And I love using that all the time for meditating. It's absolutely amazing. So I hope that that was somewhat helpful in just kind of bringing you into the present moment and reminding you where you are right now. And I think it's really good if you right now are rushing somewhere or if you're on your way somewhere to just pause and realize that you're not getting this moment back. And no matter if you're kind of stressed out or something's bothering you, everything is going to be okay. You always can just kind of like pause and 
breathe a little bit and you remind yourself that things are going to be okay because they really truly are. And I actually like doing just kind of like a mindfulness check-in throughout the day because sometimes it'll be like 3.30 p.m. and I'm like, wow, I have not even taken a deep breath today. Like I have just been rushing through my day. So yeah, mindfulness is something, it's just, it's just something that you can practice. It's not, there isn't really anywhere you'll ever get to. It's not like you can just achieve mindfulness really. I mean, it's something that you just always have to work on and always have to practice. Being mindful throughout your day allows you to focus on what thoughts you want to allow to occupy your mind. And this morning, I actually was standing in front of the mirror doing my makeup and my boyfriend was sitting on the bed behind me. And I was like, what thoughts occupy your mind on the on a daily basis? Like, what do you think about all day? And then as we talked about it, I was like, humans have so many thoughts in a day. Like we think so many things and we have so much time to think. And so I think mindfulness is key here because it really gives you time to ask yourself what kind of thoughts you want to allow to occupy your time and your brain and your space. Being mindful allows you to realize when maybe you're having some toxic thoughts that you don't want. So, okay, that is kind of what I wanted to say about meditation and mindfulness. And I guess I will use that as a segue into body positivity by reiterating the thing that I wrote down before, which is until you are at peace with your mind, you'll have a hard time being at peace with your body and accepting yourself. Something that I have found was a huge help in accepting my body was meditation and mindfulness. And I think it's because when I meditate or when I do a mindfulness exercise like that, I just feel so at home in my body like I am taking up the space and it really truly feels like mine and it's almost as though I can kind of like touch a part of my body that I didn't always have a good relationship with like my stomach so I can like touch my stomach and it feels like soft and squishy and (laughs) I don't have a six-pack is what I'm getting at but it feels like mine. Whether or not you aesthetically enjoy the look of that part of your body, the fact that it's yours and no one else's is, I think, a really comforting feeling. I think that is kind of why meditation has helped me feel more comfortable with my body. It doesn't necessarily mean it helped me like the way it looks. I think there are a lot of other factors that went into that, but I think there are also is a difference between being in love with the way you look and then just accepting yourself and being kind to yourself for the way you look. I think there might be a misconception that body positivity and accepting yourself means that you have to love every part of you. That can be true. It definitely can be true. But I also think it's important to note that you can still accept yourself and love yourself even if you don't like your nose. You don't have to pretend or try and force yourself to love every single part of you. I think that acceptance and loving aesthetically the way something looks is different. So I guess that's a good distinction to make. Another good thing to note is it's an ever-evolving journey and it's not always going to be the same. And maybe if you feel like you're okay with your legs one day and then the next day you're not, that's okay too. Like it doesn't, it's not always going to just be 
again, something that you achieve and you stay there forever. It's kind of like something that you have to practice throughout your life and something that's going to be changing because your body as a physical form is also going to be changing. Another thing that I've realized as I've matured um, and sort of started accepting myself and loving my body more is also (laughs) accepting that it's also not going to stay like this forever. Even though I have accepted myself for the way I am now, my body might change. You might have to work again at accepting yourself if you suddenly look in the mirror and realize that you look older or you're a little saggier or you're a little flabbier or, you know, whatever. Um, your body's going to change. And so your relationship with it is going to change too. So even if you, you know, feel like you've achieved body positivity one day and then it changes, just know it's always going to be changing. And it's not just a place that you get to. I kind of felt like I got to that place where I don't really have days anymore that I don't like my body because I just accept it for what it is. But that being said, there are days when I look at my stomach and I don't like the way it looks or I see my nose from a side profile and I'm not super pleased with the bump and how pointy it is, but it doesn't mean that I don't love myself just because I don't like the way some things look. So I think I'll just do a quick little recap of my body positivity journey. Starting in, I guess, junior high, it was kind of the first time that I ever critically looked at my body. And when I look at pictures from myself back then, I'm like, okay, I was just a skinny kid. But for some reason, I didn't even like my stomach back then. I thought it stuck out a little bit. And um, high school was like when I actually started really analyzing my body, I guess. And it was kind of the time that I really wanted to change it. If you guys used to read Seventeen magazine, then you'll know they did those like healthy recipes and workouts sections. And um, I used to rip those out and put them on my bulletin board in my room and try and do workouts. And just like, it was just, you know, about changing the physical appearance of your body. Such a weird time. And then in university, I got into like eating healthy and I started doing, if you guys have ever heard of Bloglotties, she has kind of like a Pilates channel. And um, I started doing her workouts. And overall, it was always just kind of like, I wasn't happy with my body. And I didn't think anyone was happy with their body unless they were like a model. And I thought it was just normal to want to change the way you look. I never really changed the way I look. I never went on an extreme diet or anything. So I always just kind of looked the same. And then as I got older, like into my twenties, I started getting more curves. I put on a little bit of weight, but at the same time that that was happening, I was also getting more into meditation and mindfulness and accepting myself. And so I think even as my body was changing, sometimes for the worse, like even if I was gaining weight that I really didn't need to gain, I was still just super accepting of it and accepting of my body. And something that always happens, like every winter, I end up gaining a little bit of weight or just like getting a little bit chubbier, I guess. Like, I don't really know what to call it. I guess just gaining a little bit of weight because usually in the winter, I'm less active. I'm eating more comfort foods. And then in the summer, I kind of like lose that little bit of extra weight and I get a tan and I'm more active. I swim a lot, all of that. So um, that's kind of a cycle that I go through every year. And I'm super accepting of it. I just kind of know that that's a thing. It was kind of a very slow progression, kind of being out of university that I've just really learned to accept myself. And I fully think that it's because 
I've accepted myself for who I am. And then accepting my body came with that. For a while there, actually, when I was in university, when I realized that I wanted to kind of develop a better relationship with my body, I got rid of my full-length mirror because I realized that I would get up in the morning and just stare in the mirror and think about all the things that I hated about my body. <laughs> After a few years, I got my mirror back because I was tired of not being able to see what my outfits looked like before I left the house. But um, when I got the mirror back, I was totally fine. I had stopped doing that. It was just a habit that I needed to break. And now I have a full length mirror and I don't do that anymore. It's not that I miraculously decided that I suddenly loved my body. I just kind of accepted it for what it is. And I just don't let myself stand in front of it and pick myself apart anymore. Like I just don't give the time or energy to that activity. And I think if you don't allow yourself to sit there and think about the things you don't like about your body, then you're not going to think bad things about your body. It's only when you give it the energy and give it the time. I mean, it takes time to sit down and think about all the things you don't like about yourself. It takes so much time when you're trying on clothes at a store to stand there staring at yourself thinking, wow, I look fat in this. I look horrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to actually allow yourself to think those thoughts. And I think that that is where meditation and mindfulness comes in. You can decide to stop letting those thoughts take up any more time, essentially. This is exactly what it was for me. It was honestly just breaking the habit of tearing myself down and picking myself apart. So it was, you know, getting rid of my mirror and just not having a way to see my full body. And then another thing was realizing that I don't want to give any more time out of my day to thoughts about my body. I was just tired of ripping it apart. And so if you are struggling with thoughts about your body, realize that they are just thoughts, just like any other thoughts you have throughout the day. And you can control them. You can decide to distract yourself or to do something else that doesn't involve thinking about the way you look. And I think it's easy for people to say, just don't care what people think, just love yourself, accept yourself. But I think it really is as simple as changing your habits and changing those thoughts and not letting yourself think those thoughts. And then eventually when you don't think the bad thoughts anymore, and even if you're not thinking good things about it, you are at that point just left with acceptance of what is. That is kind of the point that I'm at now. Because I don't let myself think about the way I look so much, even if it's good thoughts or bad thoughts, then by default, I'm just left with acceptance. And I've just accepted my body. I don't necessarily love every part of it, but I don't think that I have to. And I also know that those things could change. What I do like could change. What I don't like could change. So that is what I was thinking about today when I was planning out this episode. I would love to know your guys' thoughts on this. I would love if you DM'd me or emailed me or left a comment on an Instagram photo just to let me know what you thought of this episode. Also, if you have the CastBox app, you can leave comments on specific episodes. So it's called CastBox, C-A-S-T-B-O-X. It's my favorite podcast app. That is going to be everything for today. I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope that you enjoyed this little chat and I think since this is kind of like a more <laughs> chill and calming episode, I think I am going to let my intro, well, I guess it's my outro music at the end. I'm going to let the full song play. This song is written, his name is, 
okay, I don't want to get this wrong. I want to say it's Sion, S-I-O-N, and his SoundCloud is Sounds of Sion. And he was so gracious and so lovely to let me use this music as the intro music for my podcast. And I absolutely love this song. So if you are interested in hearing what the full song sounds like, then stay tuned for a few more minutes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much and I will see you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Bye guys.